Welcome back, everyone, to the Spill a Tea podcast. If you're new here, my name's Elena, and today we will be spilling some tea as well as sipping some tea. For today's tea, I am drinking a chocolate chai, which tastes a lot like masala, so I'm guessing that there are a lot of the same spices, but with a bit of a cacao twist. Now, I went on social media earlier today and asked people what they wanted to talk about on today's episode because it's been so long since I've really recorded an episode. I felt like there was a lot for me to kind of catch up on and maybe reflect on in this episode. So one of the things was uh, top 10 life lessons that I learned throughout my first year of university. So I'll start us off with number one which is don't only focus on your studies. That's something I really kind of struggled with at the beginning of my first year, and that's just coming to an end at the end of this month, actually. And so I, I really kind of wanted to focus on studies, which is obviously important because, of course, your academics are very important. So I'm not saying skip every class. I'm not saying uh, ditch your homework so that you can go hang out with friends. But learn to kind of have a social life as well as a school life. Because your friends really become such a support system for you. And it's important to go out and have fun. So yeah, that's my first one. Don't only focus on your studies. For my second one, uh, which kind of uh, doesn't really oppose the first one, but is also with not focusing only on your studies, take time for yourself. So this means don't really feel pressured to go out all the time if your friends are always like, come on, let's go out, let's go do something, let's go to the movies, let's go for dinner. Because obviously we all need some time for ourselves and that's really important in self-growth and just self-care in general. And number three, this also includes kind of taking time for yourself, so don't stress the small things. It's... um something that I've really tried to implement in my life, not stressing about little things because it just takes up so much of our time stressing about it. And stress really just, well, for the most part, does not help us. It kind of just impedes us from being able to do anything. And what I always like to think to myself, and this is something that my mom tells me, and I, uh, my best friend always tells me this as well, will you be worried about this thing in five years? And if the answer is no, then it's not even worth thinking about, not worth stressing about at all. Now, number four is one that I find just super crucial in our lives, um, and that is to be kind. Be kind to everyone, because you have no idea what others are going through, and I feel like that's a given, but it's something that we often forget to do. Just be nice to people. And that means... Not only just, uh, you know, being a decent person and not being rude to everyone, but like take time to point out the things that you like in others, because that definitely is a boost for a lot of people. And you never know, like that could really just make their day so much better. You could really just change, um, you know, what they were going through at the time. And so with this, like, obviously, like let people know that you appreciate them and let them know why you appreciate them and saying thank you is also uh, pretty key when it comes to that. Now number five, 
This is one that I kind of struggled with as well, especially being in my first year of university and not really knowing who I was walking into this. Be open to change. Don't come in, especially going into your first year of university thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never going to change. I'm going to be the same exact person I've been the whole time because you just might find something that you really enjoy. Either, I don't even know. Uh, for me, I've, I don't know, I've changed a lot this year. I've just become more open to, to saying yes to things, you know, trying out new things and not being scared of change really helped that. So like something as simple as dyeing your hair a different color that you've been thinking about doing for a little while, because you might do it and realize, wow, that's actually sick. I love that. I think I'd like to do that again. Something as simple as that. It doesn't have to be drastic life changes, although it could be as well. Um, let's see. Number six, stand up for yourself. So don't be afraid to speak up for something that you want or something that you don't want. I learned this through the idea of rejection. So I don't know. I personally, I found that this year there was a lot of times where I'd have to say no to people, like especially to guys, because unfortunately I just wasn't interested. And I felt so guilty for saying no to these people. But really, like, where does that guilt stem from? It stemmed from them trying to make me feel guilty for rejecting them, which is obviously ridiculous. So, like, in that sense, don't be afraid to say no to someone because rejection is a part of life and they'll have to learn that somehow. Uh, number seven, cherish your family. Whether they are blood-related or not, we really need to try to cherish them and you know, show appreciation. That goes along with, um, what was the number four, I think? Be nice to people. So yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Let's see. Number eight. This is one I feel like a lot of people say, uh, but it really is important. Make goals for yourself and really try to follow through on them. I feel like you get a lot of, a lot of gratification from it once you do complete your goal and don't just like make one goal and then never again try to do anything else. Obviously, this means like continue trying to grow, continue trying to improve um, in your life. Yeah. And number nine, that kind of goes along with goals. Don't be afraid of failure. So obviously you might start a goal and not be able to follow through with it, but you have to kind of take a step back and realize what you learned from it and what you learned from the process of this failure because failure really does allow you to grow in the long run. And let's see, number 10, be your own person. Yeah, that's one that's also like kind of goes along with being open to change. Just, you know, really learn to grow and don't let other people make you want to change. Don't try to fit in, even though I know I've done that a billion times. But really try to find people who accept you for who you are, because that's how you know that they truly care about you and that they truly love you, because they don't care about the fact that, 
I don't know, maybe you don't like wearing dresses or something like that. Wow, okay, so that was the top 10 things I learned this year. Now, another topic, hmm, this is a bit of a touchy topic, but it's certainly one that's interesting to talk about, and that is dating apps. Hmm. Now, my relationship with dating apps hasn't been super fun, and I'm pretty open about it. I have used dating apps in the past. I'm currently not using any dating apps, just because I came to the realization that they were not really for me, but I have had experience with them, so I'll talk a bit about them, give you guys a bit of a guideline if you're not really sure what they're all about and what dating apps are even out there. And of course, that's for people who are of age, 18 and up, because we're not trying to do anything illegal here. So I'll talk about the big one. This is one that people have asked me about before, and that is Tinder. Hmm. Where do I start with Tinder? See, the first words uh, that pop up in my head when I think of Tinder is hookup culture. Now, Tinder really is mainly used for hooking up. I do know people that have tried using it for dating and people that were successful with dating, but I gotta say it's one in a thousand. You're not gonna find that every person you match with on Tinder d wants to date you or wants to, I don't know, seek a relationship. Uh, for the most part, it is people that want to in a sense, like hook up or just try to do something that's not super fun. And some people just use it for fun. It, it kind of, the issue, the biggest issue I have with Tinder is that it turns into a game of let's see how many matches I can get, or it turns into this kind of toxic search for validation. And if you're super comfortable with yourself um, and you know, you're just doing it because you want to find someone to date or something like that, then, you know, all the best to you, uh, go for it. But as someone who hasn't been super comfortable with themselves and isn't a hundred percent in love with who they are, or where they're at, I found that it was just super toxic. I was constantly just wanting more compliments, wanting more people to like me, posting different pictures so that they would want to like me or that they would even want to get to know me. And so I, I found that it really just wasn't going anywhere. So I cut it out of my life and I haven't felt better about myself in a while. Like since, since I deleted that, I felt so much better about where I'm at currently and, and just everything in general. Like I've, I've felt like I'm not wasting hours upon hours swiping left and right on people. And I mean, even, even my phone let me know that I was spending less time on my phone. So that really says something. Uh, let's see. There's also Bumble. Now Bumble, I'm not, I'm not against, like, I wouldn't even say I'm against Tinder, but I'm less against it. I'm less against Bumble than Tinder. Now, Bumble kind of lets the girl have the first move, so the girl has to start the conversation, which honestly is just really daunting. I, I don't know. I didn't super, I wasn't really into that 
personally, I didn't really want to in the first place. I guess like it gives you the power. So I'm all about female power. So that's great. But I wasn't super into trying to start conversations. And I know that goes both ways. Like obviously guys aren't super into starting conversations either, even though that's kind of what society tells them they're supposed to do. But that's just my view on it. So I wasn't like, I didn't hate Bumble, but I didn't, I didn't love it either. Like with Bumble, you get a tiny bit more specific, like you can change your settings from not only age, but whether or not someone's a Christian or whether or not they are, actually I don't remember what else you can do. But that leads me to the next one, Hinge, which I'm also not super keen on. I guess, I guess you could say I'm not super keen on any dating apps. But Hinge was also pretty, eh, like not, if I had to rate it out of 10, 10 being, oh my gosh, amazing, one being awful, I would say three and a half. Just because, I don't know, I, <laughs> I guess none of the dating apps would really get a 10. But with Hinge, at least, you can be much more specific. You can even talk about uh, whether you like the conservative party or if you're a liberal or any of that kind of thing or if you're looking for marriage which is in kind of insane but if you if that's what you're into uh, go for it so um to kind of wrap up this whole little dating apps thing i would say that you know give it a go uh so that you can see for yourself don't just take my word on it that it's awful um, but don't be surprised when it's not super successful. Although I do know a few people who have been successful on dating apps at finding someone that they want to marry or just a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So I'm not saying no to it. I'm just saying that maybe there are better ways at finding someone, like maybe going out and physically meeting them in the real world. Oh, that leads me to another thing. With dating apps, you can't really know if you're talking to the person that you're seeing in the picture. <laughs> so that leads to a lot of catfishing and no fun there, which means if, if you're going to meet someone from a dating app, I would really do some research on that person. That leads us to our next topic that really has nothing to do with dating apps. Um, someone said, talk about global warming, that would be dope. Um, thank you, that person. I don't really know what to say about it. Uh, yes, I think it's real. I mean, I think you're silly if you don't think global warming's real, because look at the science behind it. Um, I, I want global warming to stop, obviously. But, um, I don't know, I guess we, we produce so much waste, we could really try to stop producing as much waste, recycle more, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I think that's enough about global warming. Let's see, what else is there? Um, um, Notre Dame burning down. Yeah, well, luckily it didn't completely burn down, but um, there was a lot of controversy on the money that was going towards it, just that so many people hopped on immediately after seeing it saying, oh, my company and I would like to give millions of dollars and that kind of thing towards it. And yeah, I do see the value in that. I really, I really do think 
it's important to do that. Um, I think it's important to rebuild it and it's such, um, it has such great historical significance and I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of history in general, but yeah, that's like 800 years of history that some of it has burned down. But I would say, yeah, we, we definitely should be putting money towards it, but we should also be looking at other things and other places that the money could go towards. And I'm not going to get too into that because I don't know. I, I think I don't have enough information on it. Honestly, I have not done enough research on it to continue answering that. So we're going to move on to another question uh, that is, is education becoming a commodity? So I'm going to assume that we're talking about post-secondary and not just high school and elementary school. Um, I'd say no. I don't think it is becoming a commodity because there are still so many people that can't afford it, so they don't end up going. But I do, I do see an issue with just university in general. Like, I mean, I'm in university and I'm, I'm actually very much so enjoying it, but I would say that the issue comes when everyone in high school is just, I mean, they're applying to a ton of universities, but they don't even know if they want to go to university. There's just kind of a big pressure on go to university, get your undergrad and then do something else. Not really sure what else people kind of expect, but in general, I would say if you don't want to go to university and there's like something else you want to do, like maybe take a year off, work for a year, um, try to see what you actually enjoy doing because university is very expensive. And if you're just kind of going because your parents are like, you have to go to university, then you're not going to have a good time. You're really not going to enjoy it because you're going to be going to classes or maybe not even going because you're not enjoying it and really just paying for nothing. So I would say kind of really consider other options. I think that college is super great. It's, I mean, still expensive, but it's slightly more affordable and you get a degree in something that you can actually like use. Like if you got a degree in like photography, then you're a licensed photographer or uh, if you went to beauty school, then you could become a hairdresser immediately after. So it really, I don't know. I think that it could be better than university for a lot of people, but because of that whole pressure of go to university, go to university, a lot of people do it and then drop out and don't have any idea what they want to do next. Um, let's see, I'll do one, one last thing before uh, we head out, and that is one thing that made me happy this year. Um, that's a tough one. I mean, I've had a great school year, a great first year of university, but I would say that meeting new people, meeting new people has really made me super happy. I've met um, so many new people, especially in my program. I've made a ton of friends that I think I'll actually be friends with for the rest of my life. I went through a lot of change this year and I think that these new people really, they really helped me and supported me through everything 
that has gone on in my life, uh, personal or school life and everything like that. And I've just made so many memories thanks to these new people. And I mean, I hope I continue meeting, meeting more people, but these people for sure, um, have had an impact on me and they know who they are. So I thank all of them for this amazing school year. And, um, I think that's it for today's episode. So thanks again for watching. I know it's been a few months, but obviously life can get pretty hectic. Uh, I'm hoping to do this more often now that I'm almost done my exams. I still have four more to go. Uh, not looking super forward to those, but that is all of my tea for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Join me back in hopefully a couple, let's say a few weeks, where we'll have more tea to spill and more tea to sip on. So thanks again, guys. I hope you all have a lovely night. And as my friend Faith would have me say, ciao for now.